like and like, like there's they're like, like, they're yeah, like, like and like yeah or like uh, that's yeah. fucking weird. Like, yeah. yeah like no like no the government <laughs> the <laughs> I think you'd know that you were being that is so this whole podcast is just discussing deep questions or like things that make you think. Welcome back to Swimsuits Optional, everybody. This episode does not have Tegan on it, and I've been sitting on it for a while for that reason, just so I can have a backup in case Tegan isn't able to do it one week for whatever reason. This is all the way back from when Jackson Watkins and I went on our cross-country road trip. We recorded an episode in Moab, Utah at a campsite, and it was really fun. So we hope you enjoy it. Welcome back to Swimsuits Optional, everybody. This one, if you couldn't tell, the background noise is actually real. We're out in Moab, camping. Let them hear it. That's right. Good call, Jackson. Good call. That's right, people. I'm back. Another <laughs> guest guest appearance. They probably could have just read it on the title. I don't think it was that surprising, but... Or by the beautiful sound <laughs> of my voice. I think that's what you meant. I'm messing with you. Yeah, it is beautiful. Been hearing a little too much of it the past few days, but... I'm kidding again. Sorry, I, Wadi. No, I like to I like to consider myself easily impressed. Easily impressed. I think we were in or we were in uh, Tennessee, and I was like, "Damn, this is awesome." Yeah. <laughs> and it, I've just slowly been saying the same thing. So now it's like Connor probably thinks I think everything's awesome, but it is spectacular. Every view out here is amazing. It's not a bad worldview to have, thinking everything's awesome. That is very true. I do consider myself an optimist, so. Yeah, I can be a bit pessimistic sometimes to a fault, but this is pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I wish you could see it, but you can't. Listener, I'm talking to you. But yeah. Oh my God. This is going to be so boring because we're just not going to be talking at all. We're going to be <laughs> admiring the scenery. We hope that you can hear those crickets because that's what we're listening to. Um, but yeah, we're sitting on this huge knob of a rock in Moab, I guess north of Moab or east. Yeah, it's cool. Our campsite has this four-wheeler slash four-wheel drive Jeep road right next to it. Like a really steep part that they have to climb up and always almost flip over backwards when they go up, so... We've seen a couple vehicles drive by. Yeah. It's been cool. One of the Wranglers just went vertical, scaled it immediately. That was pretty cool. Got a nice little bench and table. So this is a pretty nice pretty nice campsite. Um, what was your favorite part of Canyonlands? Yeah, we, get, we forgot to tell them. Yeah. We got denied at Arches National Park. Yeah, you got to do some timed entry thing, which is really weird. Yeah. And we went on the website a few days ago and tried to do the timed entry thing, and it was... It wasn't even open yet. Yeah, but... it wasn't open, but then we should pull up to the gate today, and then the dude goes, yeah, they open at 6 p.m. every night, which is really stupid. And yeah. uh, But it's okay, because we can... We're getting in tomorrow before 7 a.m., because you don't need a timed entry for then. Anyways, long story short... We ended up going to Canyonlands after a pretty good stop, lunch stop in Moab. Um, we went to this sort of food truck depot. Yeah, they have a whole neighborhood of food trucks out there. It's pretty good. How would you rate that on our 
scale Ooh. that we outlined a couple episodes ago. Gas. Gas. I think, I think in the moment I described it as gas. For the listener, a bit of a refresher. We got mid, dece, and gas. That's how you rank anything in life, but it started out as food. So you'd say your omelet was gas, gas yeah. being the highest. Yeah, my omelet was gas, and it had some, like, it had this sauce, but I don't know exactly what the sauce was, but it was really good. Yeah, mine was gas. All your right. panini looked gas. Yeah, but it wasn't really a panini. It was toasted bread. It was good. <laughs> it was very good, but I think the label panini could have used some work, so I'm going to say Dees. Okay, that is that is sound reasoning. Um yeah, we keep getting <laughs> sidetracked. Anyway, we go to Canyonlands. Connor and I, neither of us have been, but we had high expectations given that it sounds like the board game Candyland. Um, yeah, Jackson was a little disappointed when we got there. Yeah. He thought he was going to be seeing all sorts of candy canes and gumdrops, but nah, just something that looks like the Grand Canyon, but a little bit shallower. Yeah, so basically I was very disappointed. <laughs> No, no, we're kidding. Candyland's was awesome. It, it was legitimately mind blowing. It felt like, -blowing. It felt like yeah. we were eating candy every minute because of the hiking trails, the views, the weather. I mean, the weather was perfect. It was like the weather was great. Was we pretty, actually remembered sunscreen this time. Yeah, we got sunscreen, so we didn't get burnt. We were. It was like sunny, but pretty windy, so we didn't get too hot, and we took some really good pictures. It's really interesting because Connor and I are going to Arches tomorrow, but we've both been, and the rocks and the formations are distinctly different from Canyonlands. I'd say Canyon... See, even <laughs> I'm saying Canyonland now. I'd say that Canyonlands is one of the most, if not the most, underrated national park I've ever been to. National park. Can't remember. I might have said national park. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Um, I mean, you could see for miles. We were trying to determine how far we might be able to see, but just imagine the farthest you've ever seen, and that is probably. I feel like we could farther. probably see further in Kansas, though. Maybe. No, 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 no. Because they had rolling hills. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we were like. That was a two thousand feet above the next. I stand corrected. Yeah. The next floor of rock, but you could just see the levels of canyons just going down and. I guess that's why they call it Canyonlands, but um, yeah, spectacular. I mean, I'm so glad we went. I am too, dude. Now the sun's setting over Moab. Yeah. You can see the moon out. Is that a half moon or a waning gibbous? Would you that say that is a waxing waxing gibbous? gibbous? Because a few nights ago it was less than half. I got you. And now it's a little more than half. See, I forgot which direction it goes. I. Could not tell you for the life of me whether yeah. the left side or the right side is waxing. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I just think of like, if you know the direction that it's moving, waxing yeah, is like yeah, yeah. more. No, I feel you, but I'm never paying that close attention. Yeah. See, you've got a good enough memory I'm to remember. In. I'm tuned into the stars. Yeah, dude. You, can we talk about your memory for a second? Your memory is insane. <laughs> I put my keys down in the back of the car and I couldn't find them earlier. And Jackson just goes, they're in the back. And I go, what? <laughs> I don't think I ever gave you the keys once today. It's because I briefly saw them. Yeah. Out of the corner of my eye. And then what was the other one? Oh, the camera box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, crazy. Anyways, yeah. We're just enjoying this. We're, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners, but we're trying to bring this experience to you. Hopefully, we're doing a good enough job, but... I think we're doing a decent enough job. It is, was it, just past nine in Moab. We're sitting on this rock waiting for the stars to come out. It's... It's dark, but you can still see pretty easily. The horizon is a a deep blue. Um, I don't think you're going to be able to des- <laughs> describe it adequately. It slowly turns. Into, I wish you could see it. Yeah, it slowly turns into a a deep gray as you go vertically um, to the sky. This is pure poetry, dude. I am. Well, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. I'm dude. a visual learner. I'm messing with you. Um, but yeah, some wispy clouds, and we're out here in Utah, halfway across, well, more than halfway across the country. Yeah, I'd say this is the furthest away I've ever driven from home. I drove to Colorado a couple summers ago, but this is another level. Oh yeah, and pretty cool though. Pretty cool. Yeah. How many scorpions do you think are out here? I don't want to know. I have no interest in knowing, no interest in guessing. I just hope that we have zero in our tent. Not in our tent, not in our tent. Not in my house. Uh Uh-uh-uh. Four Seasons Moab. Yeah. I put the Four Seasons Missouri on my story. When we camped there, yeah. Little tag. That was sort of ironic. Have you ever stayed at a Four Seasons before? I have. Are they nice? Very. Okay. Very had the privilege of staying in the Manhattan Four Seasons middle when of, you went when you played at the garden it was when we played in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center um, we each got our oh, own oh you room. didn't play in the garden we were in a different hotel but we did play in the garden but when that, did you play there when yeah that was this past December we beat Ohio State in, in Madison o- Square Garden in overtime in Madison Square Garden sold out crowd on a Pete Nance Jesus game tying jumper turnaround jumper with like 0.5 seconds left it was electrical electrical mind, mind you <laughs> electrical is electrical what, a word that's yeah. what Theo Vaughn we were said. listening to a <laughs> podcast with Theo Vaughn and he said electrical <laughs> and, and I now, made fun of it yeah you made fun of it now, now full circle baby yeah, full circle moment um, <laughs> what was I saying oh I had the best seat in the house for that uh, Madison Square Garden game because my left ass cheek was the only thing on the bench because we had one because you had one too few one seats. too few seats but this lined me up perfectly when Pete shot that the the potential game tying shot it was lined up perfectly so I knew it was going in and oh. if I wasn't hanging off the seat I wouldn't have known before so it ended up being that's let that be a lesson to you listener before you start complaining about things in your life. Try and look at a silver lining. Like Jackson here. You are a pretty positive, dude. You are an optimist. Just yeah. like you said. I think so. That's cool. I take pride in that. That's so, that's, uh, yeah, that's super dope. We got some, we got some walkers over here. Hey. Need some firewood? Um, I think we, are we even allowed to make a fire? You sure can. Sick. Oh, that would be dope. That would yeah. be cool, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> I thought we wouldn't be able to make one because... You guys might use it. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll take a little hiatus. Yeah. Now we got a campfire. 
Basically, Magic. hold on, let him listen. That's right. Yeah. It's a roaring fire. Those people that were walking past us just now were actually they're camping in the site next to us, and they offered us some of their firewood, which was that was so nice. It was overly nice. You're not going to run into any people like that in New York, Jackson. Yeah, I know. Uh uh. They're from Colorado. Super nice. They made us a fire within. We could probably check, but probably within five minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so now that's what people are like out here, dude. It's people will do good deeds like this all the time. That's what I like about the West. Love thy neighbor, if you will. Yeah. And they are our neighbors for the night. Yeah. In this campsite. This campsite. Stars are about to come out. A little bit of cloud cover, though, so we might lose them. But yeah. what were we talking about? We were talking about... I don't know, but I can't wait to go back and listen to how we got distracted because that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what do you want to talk about now? Oh, we were talking about... Um, oh, what was it? Oh, the scorpions. You asked how many scorpions, and then that went At somewhere. At some point, yeah. I don't know. Dang. But um, now... I don't know. Are scorpions afraid of fire? <laughs> what do we ho- think? Let's hope so. They should be. Because yeah. if I see one, I'm tossing it in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, what should we talk about? I don't know. Let's talk about... Can we go... I feel like it was an important point. Can we go back and resume? Just find out what we were talking about? <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll cut it out. <laughs> All right, we got it. We're talking about optimism. Yeah. Damn right we are. Would you um, say that's a big part of what makes you successful? Yeah, I think I think seeing... Because you are a successful dude. I mean, in some respects. Um, yeah, but I think optimism is a great way to live because you see the best in people. You can always, like, dream big and... You know, it allows you to see big ideas well because you think anything's possible. Um, How would you define success? That I kind of thought of that question. Yeah, and that's something that I've definitely had to think about and stuff. Um, I think I used to think about it as fame and money and accolades and tangible accomplishments and I think that's why I have been I mean I, I consider myself successful but that's why I've, I've done and accomplished a lot of things that I've accomplished Yeah. but slowly I realize that like those things that I just listed are sort of service level and long term you know instead of leaving you feeling full you'll feel empty so now it's more about I view success as impacting others' lives, impacting their day, um, chasing a dream, like tra- chasing my dream, um, and getting the best out of myself. And none of those things you can put a number on. You can't put a number of likes on them. You can't put a price tag on them. Um, they're things that will make you happy from the inside first. And I've started to... And trust me, I'm nowhere near 
you know, to the point where I'd like, but um, I, I've definitely started to become cognizant of those types of factors that I can consider myself successful with. Yeah, I feel you. And just one example of that that I've seen even on this trip is you have that hoodie from that shop in UNC. And you asked me to take a photo of you and get the logo in it so you could send it back to the owner. That's super cool. And that's, I guess, impacting another person's life in a positive way. And those, even those little things that you wouldn't think about, I don't know. Yeah. That can bring joy to your life, to somebody else's life, to life in general. I yeah. don't know. It's well, and it's like I mean, she's impacted my life a lot more than I think I've impacted hers because she's, you know, she takes me in under her wing every time I go to go to her store. And what is the store, and what's your relationship with her? And just so yes, it's a purple bowl in Chapel Hill. It's an an acai bowl place. Really good. Recommend checking it out. Um, But literally every time I go in there, it's I'm greedy with a smile. Um, and that's super important to me. And, you know, even if I'm having a bad day, she'll understand and try and get my, my spirits up and stuff. And is that what we ate when I stayed the night there before this trip? Yeah. Yeah. So we Damn, got, that was good too. Yeah. It's, so, it's very good stuff. Anyways, yeah. but like anyone's in Chapel Hill. Yeah. But like my stamp of approval is on the taste <laughs> and Jackson's stamp of approval is on everything else. So sounds like a no brainer. One thing going back to what you said about you know treating others with like impacting others i used to think you know loving (laughs) loving thyself like loving yourself meant treating yourself with attention giving yourself time um you know treating yourself to different things but i read i forget where i saw it but like the only way you're going to love yourself is if you love others first Interesting. I've heard a lot of people say the opposite, but I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I'm just interested to hear your take. But, you know, loving others doesn't mean, it doesn't mean like, how do I say this? Loving others genuinely means like giving more than taking or receiving. And I think a lot of people, when they say like, I need to love myself first, that's like it's coming from a selfish place you're saying or well no i'm saying like they think the opposite of like loving others is like bad like i need to take time to love myself first but usually it's because they're being pulled in too many directions but i think loving others can be as simple as texting somebody they haven't talked to in a while or making sure someone's all right or helping someone out with something and i think through those sort of small acts where you're being selfless, you become more full sort of inside. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's my take. And it comes, I mean, it's a mutually beneficial relationship too. So you're getting something out of it as well. Yeah. yeah. I like that take. I like it a lot. And I think that's where a lot of religions sort of come from, you know. Yeah. Being kind to others treating others like you would like to be treated um giving without expecting anything in return stuff like that mm-hmm. so i try and live by those lessons as much as i can are you religious at all or no 
You know, um, not really, honestly. I'd, I'd say. Is it something you'd consider? It's definitely something. And I this would is coming consider. from someone who's not religious anymore, by the way. Yeah. So I'm not trying to. No, and I think we've had, we've talked about this yeah. before, but we. Uh, I mean, I'd definitely consider. I've considered, and I will probably in the future consider different religions. But I think I consider myself more of a spiritual person, um, somebody who tries to understand how the universe works whoever controls it because different religions type to or try to push that some different person or being rules the universe but i sort of just like to think of the universe as a whole first and i think it um i think the universe acts in a very unique way and just trying to come in touch with that uh is sort of my route um and obviously, it trickles down to how you treat people and stuff, but it also treats, or it also trickles down to how you think of yourself and what you think of the world and how you approach different things in life. So, would you say you're spiritual? Spiritual, yes. Okay. Because for me, I, when I stopped being religious, I also kind of stopped being spiritual in a weird way. I don't know. What do you mean it's, by that? I don't, I don't know. I don't think about the universe that much anymore. Okay. It was because I grew up Christian for the people that don't know. And there were some things in the church that I didn't agree with. And for the sake of this podcast, I'm not going to dive too far into it. But there were some things I didn't agree with. And long story short, I stopped being religious. But when I stopped being religious, I also started not thinking about those larger than life topics as much and I don't know it was, it's just kind of weird I don't know what it would like I don't know what it would be like to be spiritual but not religious I guess because I grew up for so long having that part of my life being okay this is God Yeah. this is a God that exists and he or she is going to be taking care of me so I feel like I don't have the framework in place to be spiritual without that. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't I, know. That makes sense. And I think, like, one reason I'm thankful is that, like, I wasn't raised in any specific religion. I mean, we went to Easter and Christmas sometimes. But uh, other than that, you know, I wouldn't consider myself a Christian. It's more that I'm still trying to figure figure out what religion I sort of vibe with the most but all I do know is that when I look into the stars look up like that's what I can see and the stuff that I can't see like the infinite space the trillion what quadrillions of other floating rocks out there that's what I can imagine the best and I think that makes me understand life better and make sense of this world the best so that's sort of how i consider spirit versus religion hell yeah i something you said reminded me of something that i've asked Tian before but you say you're looking up at the stars and about how far we can see how far we can't see and it reminded me i asked Tian one time what if you took every species in the universe including the ones that don't live on earth 
if you believe in that type of thing, what percentile do you think humanity would be in terms of intelligence level? Mm. Mm. That's a great question. Great question. Um, all you got to do is give me a number. You don't have to explain it if you don't want to. But do you think we're smarter than... With 70%, 90%? Of living organisms? In the universe. In the universe. I would... I would like to think that we were high. Of course you'd like to think that, but is that but realistic? I do not. I don't know what I believe in. I have, first of all, I'm at no, I'm not a scientist. I know nothing about the universe, so anything I say should be taken with a grain of salt, but I feel like, I don't know. I, I wish we knew the, the answer <laughs> to this question, but I'm going to go out on a limb, which probably isn't really a limb, and say that we're... Probably in the 40s. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Man. 40s or 50s. Sure. Around the around the middle, I think. I think there's just like, there's so many things that could be out there. And we'll yeah. just never know. But can I give you, can I say 47? 47? Can you accept that answer? Yeah, that sounds good to me. So slightly below average. Yes. But that cool. that's not to say that. I bet you're used every, to hearing that. Every okay, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, for everybody out there who's like, that's pessimistic. I don't think it's pessimistic because I think the threshold to have a beautiful life is like tenth percentile, maybe even less. If you think yeah. about all the animals in our planet, like on our on Earth, most of them are having fun. I feel like. Yeah, they're not trying to conquer other worlds, you're saying? Well, like, yeah, they have to kill other animals and, like, survive. But I'd say for the most part, they seem to enjoy life. So yeah. I feel like the threshold for, like, enjoying life as we do is probably going to be around that 15, 15th percentile, maybe. Yeah. So from then on, it really doesn't matter. Because I don't know, though. Do you think a freaking tiger enjoys having to spend weeks on end hunting prey well you could say no okay to answer that question no but I do think that the simplicity of life makes them content with the life they're living that's a good counter argument because they don't have to worry about taxes <laughs> yeah that's valid that's valid that is like, super valid they have one problem which is feeding their family and themselves and they probably don't even have to I mean tigers probably get rid of their kids at like five yeah, what? They, they probably Maybe later them or I, something. Don't, I don't know anything about tigers but probably. we are the species that keep children for the longest time which I think yeah. is weird yeah but sorry I didn't mean to no I was, I was just gonna say for all the for all the readers that are fact checking us and doing their own research based on Everything's everything they hear um, <laughs> everything is gonna be wrong please give me a count and name for each species that eats or kills its offspring. Oh, that is cold. Because do you I, know of one in particular? I'm trying to remember, but they kill their kids. Yes, that is cold-hearted. Specifically, dude. I'm trying. I think the mom does. Dude, imagine. Doesn't it? I feel like evolution should have taken care of that problem, right? They've Imagine spending... Because when you're growing something inside of you, you are... 
attached to it. You need more nutrients for yourself to you physically have to expend more energy to get more energy and and then that thing comes out as out of you and you say <laughs> ah never mind <laughs> uh yeah no there we'll fact check it and edit it in right connor um you're making more work for me now <laughs> okay i know what i I'm guess doing. i'm doing this um but yeah i know that's a thing i just can't remember what species yeah I'm the one that edits this podcast in case you were wondering. I'm just a guest, okay? <laughs> I'm just a guest. I don't know what I'm doing here, okay? No. None of us do. That's part of the fun of this. None of us know what we're doing. I like how we're throwing it back to the... Or to a similar setting that the first episode... Oh, yeah, the origin wasn't. story of the can, pod. Can you fill in the listeners with where that story arose? Yeah, Definitely. So we're outside right now in a natural setting, and normally when we record these episodes, we're inside somewhere, and we superimpose the crickets on. <gasps> the crickets aren't real. No, but we, uh, it started, and the crickets that you hear behind every episode of this podcast are snippets taken from dead air of the first episode that we ever recorded, which was on this lake in not it wasn't a lake it was a river and we were there with my uncle's family and our family and we went out onto this dock in the back it was in a super secluded part of the river and we noticed that it was just dead silent you couldn't hear anything and except for the crickets and so we said dude i know this is something that every guy says in their life and it's kind of I don't know, like, not original, but we said, all right, let's start a podcast. So we sat down, we started talking, and we did the podcast, and on that dock there was a sign that said swimsuits optional. So you didn't have to wear swimsuits to swim in the river, but I don't know, we were trying to rack our brains and come up with a name, and we just said, all right, swimsuits optional sounds like as good as any. And the rest is history. That is amazing. I didn't know it was an actual sign. Or yeah. there's a sign. Did you go back and steal that sign? We did not. I don't even think I'd be able to find the house if I tried anymore. Because it's in a pretty remote part. And we just rented it. It's not... Yeah. yeah. But yeah. maybe we'll make a... Hey, oh. Maybe merch. We'll make... Or merch in the form of a sign. <laughs> yeah. That. We'll make a swimsuit optional sign that you can hang on your wall, and all your parents will be. I don't know. I'm just assuming that our demographic is younger because we're really stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We, Sorry, I didn't mean to call younger generations stupid, but it's just we appeal to the younger's inadequacies of knowledge, yeah. if you will, instead of dumber. God, we're being so condescending, but all right. I am seeing the little dipper. You are. I am. Are you into astron? Is it <coughs> astrology or astronomy? It's astronomy, I think it's right? Astronomy. Astrology. Is astrology is the. I can't. I always that's confuse the these. Yeah, that's like astronomy. Your, is are you? <laughs> I've made this mistake before as well on here. So, but yeah, the little dipper that always trips me up. 
Little Dipper is right there. Um, that I would think that's the North Star, right, listener? I know you can see where I'm pointing because it's bright. Um, that star's moving. Oh no! Actually, pointing. something we talked about on the first episode. Now that you're pointing out the sky, is we talked about the dark side of the moon. You know how the moon always faces us. Yeah. What do you think's on the other side? You think there's a big alien civilization on there, or what? Um, no. <laughs> right, no. <laughs> but the... I thought it spun, like, very slightly, very slowly. Like, I don't know. I could be wrong. I thought it was a whole fable, but it is nice to think about that, like, one side of the moon is the only side that we've seen. And it, it just leaves our imaginations open to interpretation. I don't know. It's, uh, if you could put anything on the dark side of the moon, if you could build whatever you wanted back there and be the only person to be able to get back and forth from it, no one would ever know what you put there, what would you put there? This sounds like a Phineas and Ferb episode. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, well, it probably was, honestly. We could go back and check the episode listings, but this seems like the first idea I would have had if I were a writer on that show. And wasn't it... Was it Kid Cuddy who, in that dark side of the moon? Maybe. No. It's Lil Wayne. It's a song on Lil Wayne's The Carter Five. The Carter Five? He made five of them? Yes. Oh, my God. That's one of his best, I think. It's because it's... When did it come out? It's a song that goes, Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa. Oh, yeah. Was it called Mona Lisa? I know he has it. Well, no, that's one of the songs. It's the Carter Five, but... That's the same album that Mona Lisa's on. Okay, okay. Anyway, to go back to your question, Dark Side of the Moon, (coughs) only me. I can't take guess. You can take, you can take five people at a time, but you got to men in black memory wipe them after every time you go. Okay, well, I definitely put a huge basketball stadium open open roof because it doesn't rain on the moon obviously right allegedly well we're also you don't know what happens on the the back side of it the ball is gravity adjusted same with the shoes we're playing in so the moon's gravity doesn't affect us I feel Um, like it'd be kind of fun to play basketball in moon gravity that would change the game very dramatically oh yeah I could finally dunk (laughs) yay um Okay, yeah, maybe maybe we don't have the gravity to find act. Dude, what if you set the... Isn't it like one-sixth of the... Or what is it? I'm, what percentage of... 60%? I don't know. Not one-sixth. You're asking the wrong guy. I haven't been to the moon, Connor. You could adjust the height of the hoop to where it... <laughs> was compensating for the gravity distance or difference. So make the hoop like 60 feet tall. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's actually one-sixth. It's probably not... But it's definitely not. <laughs> One sixth would be insane. I'd probably put like a um, a tiki bar with some like sand, some moon rocks. Yeah, because like if I started missing the Earth, I'd be like, or if I wanted to bring the the pearls of the Earth to the moon, I'd probably bring like like beach sand. Yeah. What would you put back there? I don't know. It depends on how frequently I'd be able to come back to Earth. 
I think. But what if Am you, I needing to stock up for like six months on the no, back side of the moon, or can no, I just no. zap in and out whenever I want no, to? You can zap in. This is like your playground. This is your... Okay. I would probably put... A recording studio. Mm-hmm. A real nice one. Would it broadcast live to Earth, and you'd be like, live from the moon? See, that'd be a great idea. But I don't love live broadcasting. I like being able to edit what I say after. Ah, in case you say anything stupid. Not even that, but just... I don't know. I'm like I'm a perfectionist, so... I don't know if I'm cut out for the type of thing where it's completely unfiltered and raw. Yeah, I feel you. But I'd put a recording studio back there. I'd probably bring some mountain bikes. Oh. Imagine mountain biking on the moon. You could do. You, you could do. You anything. probably couldn't get hurt. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah, you fall with that little gravity, and I mean, you could send it off a crater. Yeah. You could send it. <laughs> yeah. I'd bring some mountain bikes. I would. you bring a pet I've been allergic to dogs and cats for my entire life and I was only ever able to have a fish growing up so I never got accustomed to a lifestyle where I needed to have a pet I do think dogs and cats are cute but I don't think they're essential to life in any way and Mm. in some ways they're probably a bit more of a nuisance to have to Mm. care after Mm. interesting that's the way I'm and it's just because I'm allergic yeah. Nothing against them. No, that's that's an interesting take. I haven't heard that one in a while. But I don't think I need a pet. What about you? Gotcha. Um, I would probably, <laughs> I'd probably bring a polar bear just because. A like, polar bear. I feel like it'd be funny to see a polar bear on the moon, especially because like, I don't know. I feel like polar bear on the moon. That's the title of this episode. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like. Polar bears are like, they understand large, empty spaces. That's true. You think a polar bear would would fare well? Yeah, if you took any animal on planet Earth and the oxygen level wasn't an issue, right? They could breathe, they could do whatever they want. Which one would you think would do the best on the moon? Assuming there were food for, there was enough food for them to eat. There's a lot of contingencies here that we're not thinking of. But other than everything we've just stated, I think it's entirely possible. Um, <laughs> I think like a, I don't know. I mean, I, I think a polar bear is a really good choice. Like you're big enough that like, you know, some whatever moon evil aliens are out there, like they might not fuck with you because you're big and fluffy. Um, furthermore, you're a different color than gray. Yeah. So it might freak whatever predators are up there. But that's out. not camouflage. You'd stand out like a sore thumb. Yeah, but I think in a good way. Because they'd be like, oh, what color is that? Like, that must be poisonous. Yeah, or they'd be like, look at this idiot. Look at this newbie. Look at this fool. <laughs> but, I don't know. Yeah, polar Have you ever seen a polar bear in real life? Hmm. I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. They don't have them at zoos. Yeah, no. I've, then I've never seen one. Have you? 
Nah, I'd yeah. want to. That could be a bucket list thing, especially considering they're probably not going to be around that much longer. Yeah, lucky. That's so sad. I saw a grizzly bear in the Bronx Zoo. I think it was a grizzly because it was a big bear. Do you think that grizzly was born in the zoo? Although it might have been a black bear. Where was he taken from? Yeah. I don't know. Do I you think, think animals born in zoos know what it's like? Like, do their parents tell them, damn, yeah, they scooped me up from where I was living before <laughs> and that place? <laughs> that place, let me tell you. I think they have some instinctual habits. Not even habits, just like natural instincts. Uh, like how to survive, but they probably have no idea what's on the outside. Um, which brings me to a point that we were talking about the other day. <laughs> Our fence is meant to keep people in or keep people out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I was saying that I'd... I don't know, I heard that movie was bad. The Fences movie. Well, the story is great. The story is great. I love I've read the, the play before. But I've never watched the movie. And people said the movie was bad, and so I just believed it and never watched it. But if I'm I thought wrong... The, I thought the people... I mean, I thought the movie was incredible. Okay. Incredible. What is your taste in movies, by the way? Because some people... I don't know. I've got good friends whose taste I could not be more opposite than. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think I have the most unique movie taste, but that doesn't have it doesn't have to be unique. I'm just saying, what is it? Yeah, I really like some like some of the classic movies or series. Sorry, Star Wars, Harry Potter. Like that's what I grew up with. Um, but I'm starting to get more into the sort of single film. Most of them are old. Um, like from the. 80s, 90s, 2000s. Yeah. Um, but that try and teach a lesson. Like, I just watched Google Hunting a couple months ago. I've never seen that one. Really good. Okay. It's about love. It's about education. Open-ended. Word. Um, Interstellar is my favorite movie, though. That is a good one. Are you going to watch Oppenheimer? Oh, for sure. Because each um, each uh, Christopher Nolan film tries to sort of show time in a different way. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what Oppenheimer's like. Uh, because I didn't really like Tenet. I think it was too confusing and too malicious. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Inception, but I need to. That and one's his best, I think. I've heard, I've heard it's very good. Um and then Interstellar, I just love it because there's so much raw emotion in like a utopian story. Or not utopian, more into the world, save the world-esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I think it just touches on so many important aspects of life and love. So to me, that is the best movie there is that I've seen. Cool. Have you? Are you a Tarantino guy or no? I don't really watch that many. I don't. I can't. I couldn't name one right now. You couldn't name a single Tarantino movie? No, I haven't seen. If Intr- I have, okay. if I have seen some, it's like. A have you seen Clip? Inglorious Bastards. 
No. Have you seen Pulp Fiction? No. Hateful Eight? Nope. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Nope. <laughs> Reservoir Dogs? Nope. So you're a big Tarantino Django. Guy. No, I haven't seen all the ones I just said. I've just okay. No. I've seen most of them, but I haven't. I actually have not seen Pulp <coughs> Fiction. Pulp Fiction, I have not seen yet, but I have seen everything except I think Kill Bill and Pulp Fiction. I've seen. I mean, yeah. I don't know why. I just haven't. I haven't seen them. Well, it's not for everybody. I, I know a lot of people that don't like Tarantino movies. They end. Really abruptly, right? Yeah, usually, and there's a lot of blood and gore. In the final scene? or In the final scene, yeah. Cool. Because I've seen, like, the trend where it's like, if this movie ended... Like a Tarantino movie. Yeah. Yeah. Those are pretty funny to watch. You're on TikTok a lot more than me. I never really go on there. Yeah, I'm on it a lot, probably too much, but... I try and find I'm on something. Instagram too much, but I haven't gotten hooked on TikTok. Yeah, I set a limit for myself on Instagram and TikTok. But I've seen those, yeah, because I've been filming some TikToks for you this week. <laughs> and sometimes there'll be a little yeah, notification. Just... Your time limit has been <laughs> exceeded. And, and Jackson just, just with X's one, out. <laughs> with one, with one, swell, one swell swoop. Oh one my fell, god. Dude, one, none of us can talk right now. One fell swoop of my thumb, I <laughs> bypass it. But that that's the reason why they invented password protected time limits. For example, my teammate, Dewey Ferris. He let another walk on, Rob Landry, set the password so he could so he couldn't even bypass it. Oh and shit! I, I don't walk. know if I'm that committed to the bit for that. <laughs> no, dude's, dude's a committed guy. But I walk in one day. It's about an hour before practice, or a workout, or whatever. And he's in the locker room with his computer, which is pretty rare, I'd say, just in general. <laughs> yeah. And it's just me Sending and him. some emails. It's just me and him. I like. I just had the vibe that oh, it was over Christmas break. That's why I was like, this is weird. I go, Dewey, are you on Instagram? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> so he had, in the face... Ran out of time. He had ran out of he time. he folded. And even after being so committed to change his password, or not know it, he was, he was right back on there. Shame on you, Dewey. Yeah. Don't use the desktop app version of Instagram. No. when You, you feel really bad about yourself after you ever look at Instagram on a laptop. Name one time that you've ever looked at Instagram on a laptop and actually felt good about what you're doing. Never. Actually, I had a job because I worked in social media sometimes and I would look at it on the desktop there. But if I'm (laughs) doing it on my own time, I always just feel like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. No, that makes sense. (laughs) My phone died, so I'm... Ugh. Should we call it? Yeah, I think so. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this, too. It's ambiance. But thank you for listening. Thank you for having me, Connor. Thanks for being on, Jackson. All right, let's call it. See you next time. Like, 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 like
with. That is so f***ed up.